The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. My name is Mike Rogers. This week's edition of The Welsh Wire is sponsored by the Family Business Alliance. Here's Sherry Welsh with more. Today, we're here in collaboration with our friends at the Family Business Alliance, and we're talking with Randy Boss, partner of Ottawa Kent Insurance in Grand Rapids. Randy, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Well, thank you for inviting me. Um, I want to just tell you just a little bit about Ottawa Kent, if we could. Absolutely. Um, tell us about it. So, Ottawa Kent started in 1973. Oh, my. And we specialize in insurance and risk management for individuals and businesses. I started there in 1982. Now, there was one office and five employees at the time. Over the years, we've grown to four offices with 65 employees. Wow, terrific. So I have two partners who are uh, sons of the founder who I started with. We have lots of family at Ottawa Kent. Me and my two sons, one of the partners and his son, our bookkeeper and her daughter, and we have actually have three generations from one family. Oh, my so, goodness. A lot of fun. Wow, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Three years ago, me and my sons also started a software company that kind of came out of the Ottawa Kent um, experience called Emerge Apps. We build apps that help employers save time and improve their risk profile. So OSHAlogs.com is, a, uh, .com is an OSHA record-keeping app, and Wellness 401k is a wellness app. Wow. Um, we give these to our clients, and we license these to insurance agents to give to their clients. We have about 4,000 employers using these apps around the country. Oh, that's terrific. So innovative. I love that. And you've been doing this since, well, the company's been around since yeah, 1973. I, I insurance in 1977. Oh. A long time, 41 years. And, yeah. and it's truly a family business. And right. you're very mm-hmm. involved as a company and also individually with the Family Business Alliance in Grand Rapids. Tell us about yeah, that. I, I joined Andy. the Family Business Alliance probably about um, five years ago on a recommendation of a client. And yeah. uh, what I really liked about it is the support they gave to family businesses because I've got all these connections with uh, with family in the business. And uh um, I, over time, I, um, I came on the board. I yeah. just joined the board, and I really enjoy that. And uh, also, um, I'm facilitating a next-generation group, really at the um, advice of my son. Uh, my oh. son was part of a group, and he said, Dad, he said, you really should be facilitating one of those. So I've got a group, um, great young people, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, and uh, that's, that's how I've been giving back. That's terrific. And over the years, you've developed a bit of a niche in working with family-owned businesses or small businesses, particularly in the area of risk management. I know that's an area of passion and high interest for you. Tell us about how you got into that, Randy. Well, I I have a passion for family-owned businesses. Um, I grew up in a family-owned, my father owned a fuel delivery business. So my dad did everything in that business, from marketing to sales to delivery, accounting, customer service. My mom would take the phone calls when customers needed uh, needed a delivery. But mm. one of the lessons I learned from my dad is just stayed focused on the customer. That that was yeah. um, what what I learned from him. Many times during the worst weather 
Um, he would get a call. One of his customers was out of fuel, and he would get his warm clothes on. He'd jump in his truck, and away he would go. Oh. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have decided that that's where you really want to focus on is those family-owned businesses, yeah, those small yeah. businesses. Well, and, and my first job was in a food processing plant, and that was family-owned. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, so that's close to your heart. I mean, it's yeah. a natural for you to serve those kind of people in the work that you do. Yeah. But your concern and helping them, one of your primary concerns is about risk management. You're in the insurance business, and and you've I know we've talked about this before, too, that Family-owned, small businesses don't have the opportunity to employ a full-time risk manager, um, so there are things that get overlooked. You've developed a five-step plan to sort of walk folks through risk management and making sure that they're looking at all the right things. Tell us a little bit about how that came to be and how it works. Well, one thing I learned is that the family business, in a lot of cases, is is the, is the family's most valuable asset. So it needs oh, right. to be protected, and they, they need a process. Um, large companies have the luxury of a full-time risk manager. In fact, there's a large retail store in West Michigan. I know the risk manager. They have 2,500 stores. They have six on their risk management team. Wow. There's just one person in that team that's responsible just for keeping the floors in good condition so people don't slip and fall. Well, small companies don't have that luxury, but somebody's yeah. still responsible yes. for that. And um, they still have risks, just like big companies. So I work with companies as an outsourced risk manager, taking them through a process to build a world-class process. Um, and we call our process work Risk Management 365. It has five steps to it. Oh. Oh, great. Tell us about that. What What's step one, Randy? Well, the, five, the first step is identifying risk. That's really the most important step because if you can't identify risk, you can't do anything to avoid it either. And there's several ways to do that. Um, there, one of the ways that we use is an employee interview system. We, we actually get a list of the employees that a company will want us to interview confidentially, and we ask them what they think the risk issues are. And then we do a safety survey to find out what their safety um, issues might be. And then we, we walk around and, and look for issues. The reason that's so important is that if they have an injury or an incident at work, that's what OSHA does. Right. OSHA comes in and they interview employees. And I would rather tell a company owner what their employees might say so that we can um, make sure that they have the proper training and everything. Um, yeah, they, so they can say, honestly say the right thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And step two Analyze data. Analyze so the data. what we okay. do is um, we look at um, the uh, loss runs um, that show all the losses of the business and um, the OSHA logs. And um, what we find is that data doesn't lie. So what we do is we look for patterns. So, for example, working with a trailer repair company, and I saw a lot of um, eye injuries. And, uh, what we started to do some discovery and, and, uh, looked at what type of safety glasses they were using and found that they didn't fit properly. And we oh changed suppliers of safety glasses and voila, all the, uh, all the, all the injuries went away. So there that's, you go. that's a, an analysis piece. Right. Right. And the third step in your risk management 365 is. Control risk. Control so risk. once you've done identifying, and these steps are in order. So you identify, you analyze, but then you need to have a control piece in place. Right. Safety policy, procedures, and controls. And one of the most powerful things I can recommend to folks is start by forming a safety committee. Okay, um, great Because suggestion. employees get involved in, in the solutions and then they take ownership. Um, 
And then there's other ways to control as well. Good housekeeping, maintenance, um, lockout, tag out of the machines, having proper that. Fleet safety is another big thing, cell phone use, um, contract review, HR, and compliance. Those are some of the things that we look at. All the things you help them look at. And then what's the fourth step after that? Well, the fourth step is what most people recognize as insurance, and that is where uh, risk gets financed. So what we found is that if you do the first three steps effectively, um, you'll get rewarded here on the finance piece. One thing we know is that um, you have to then match the correct finance insurance policy to the risk once it's lowered. Otherwise, the only one that wins is, is the insurance company. Right. Uh, and, yeah. Um, so that's that's um, that's a fourth step. But that's um, unfortunately where where most of the insurance industry spends their time is on the fourth step, and they miss the miss the first three steps. Right. Right. One of the things I know that's come up for um, small companies a lot lately has been cybersecurity yeah. and the risk in that. Do you address that? And as you're identifying yeah. risk, and- well, when, that's an interesting question because when I I got started in the insurance business, we never talked about cyber insurance right. because there were no computers. Right. Apple computer started in 1977. So, but we do address that. That is a, a very big issue. There's a lot of things that you can do outside of buying an insurance policy for cyber. So the key is, is to have some good things in place. And then you can buy uh, insurance for, um, if you do have a breach. Right. So that's all wrapped into part of your analysis so, as well. Correct. Looking at cyber. Okay. Absolutely. So then the fifth step, you've got all these things in place. You've maybe got a bit of a plan here. Yeah. What happens last? Well, actually monitor and measure. So this yeah. is where you score how well your plan is operating and, uh, how well it's working and what needs to be adjusted. And this is where I take ownership of, it's my scorecard as well. So I'm, when I'm walking someone through it, this is where I show them the results. And if their adjustments need to be made, we make them there and we start all over again. Oh, that's great. So you walk your clients through this risk management 365, maybe at the start when you're first starting to work with them, but it sounds like on an ongoing basis annually. Yeah. It big risk changes all the time. Um, Things change. People get new um, employees all the time. They may get new machines. They may move um, locations. Um, You know, there's always new things that, um, that are are risks. Maybe they developing a new product that they don't realize. Right. So this is a huge benefit to your clients when they work with you, this program that you've put together, I'm sure you've helped dozens of customers, companies through some challenging situations with risk management, maybe solve some problems for them along the way that they struggled with. Tell us about that. You got a good example of someone you've... Well, there's really a lot of them, but a couple of them stick in my mind. One is a construction supply company. They had really poor claims experience on their workers' comp and their medical plan. Oh, yeah. Their increased cost was making it difficult for them to even um, compete. And uh, they they were told by their insurance company they may have to go to a high-risk pool, which really increased their cost. So. When I sat down with them, they agreed to follow the five-step risk management process. They made me their agent, and their insurance company that they had agreed to renew one more year, and they didn't have to go into the pool, which was really a win right there. But four years later, their cost was one-half of what they were paying when we started. Really? And um, they sold recently. Um, The founder retired, and he told me that he received 25% more 
for the company because of those results. Holy smokes, that's huge. So what did you do between we have a problem and you can sell the company for a lot of money? What did all you identify? five steps. I mean, we, we identified, first of all, that um, that they really needed um, a better work comp claims management system. Okay. When, when people were getting injured, um, they were just following the advice of the claims adjuster just to put them off work. Well, we developed a, um, a return to work program, or some people call it a... Um, a get get well at work program, and that was a big a big thing. And with with our work comp program, what the way we treat employees is everybody's an eagle until they prove they're a turkey. And if if they prove that I they're like trying that. to take advantage of the situation, then um, we make it a little bit more difficult, right? So that they're not taking advantage of um, of the company, right? So you helped them put some specific new policies and procedures into place with regard to the way they handled their work comp Correct. that really helped to that reduce was, that their was cost. one thing on the medical side. Um, we have a system called the Wellness 401k, and it was really a conscious raising exercise, and uh, they were able to um, put that in place and um, keep their um, their healthcare costs in line um, and, and keep offering a competitive um, package to their employees. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. You mentioned there was another company maybe that you had uh, done some great work uh, with. Another one that um, comes to mind is their wood products manufacturer. Okay. And um, in one of the risk management interviews we had with an employee, they said they were concerned about wood falling from these large racks above their head. And um, we brought this concern to the management team. Um, they installed safety nets above the heads of the employees. Three weeks later, wood fell and got caught in the net. Wow. Um, and the employer called and just thanked us um, that we had gone beyond that traditional just selling them an insurance policy to focus on risk management. For right. So. And this was identified, again, going back to your five-step process. This was a suggestion that you came up with Correct. as yeah. you walked around on the shop floor and worked yeah. with them. And that's yeah. huge. There's no telling what could have happened right. had that not, not the been big, The big suggestion I would, I would make is that you can't manage risk from the office. You have to get out into the plant, talk to the folks, kind of see what the situation is out there. And, and uh, that's one of the things I really enjoy doing is really getting to learn the operation and, and walk side by side, work with the different layers of management, um, safety, production, um, accounting, HR, to, to help them uh, work as a team. Right, right. And that's so important because going back to what you said earlier, so few small companies have the luxury of being able to employ somebody in a full-time risk management capacity to always look at these things. So the owner of the company and the family members potentially running the organization are busy doing purchasing, accounting, like you say, production. They're in their lane doing what they do best. And risk management just kind of gets overlooked until maybe it gets a little out of control like it did with your uh, your client you mentioned that had the work comp issues, right? right? When it, right. when it starts to get really expensive or someone gets hurt, then you pay attention to it. But otherwise, mm-hmm. it just kind of floats along. And you're saying, let's draw your attention to that right, right, right. now. Yeah. And I've got a really good plan for us to work through that will save us some some money and some grief down the road. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of the technology we built, the OSHA logs, for example, um, they if if somebody uses that software, it will actually notify me when something happens. So all you got to do is train the management team, the supervisors, to put the incident in. It populates the OSHA log automatically and notifies me there's an incident. So I can quickly see, do they need Starfield. my help now rather than have to call me? Uh, I'm calling them. Right, right. That is terrific. 
So if our listeners would have questions, Randy, about your risk management 365 plan or about you know other companies you've helped, maybe they want to know if you can help them too. How could they get a hold of you? Yep. Just email me. My email address is rboss, that's R-B-O-S-S, at ottawakent.com. Or look for me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, terrific. Randy, thank you for being our guest today on The Welsh Wire. Yep, thank you. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.